Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 171 of the Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil, and I'm here with my co-host. We got Major Reaction, Matt. As he dives Hey, everyone, it's Major Reaction coming at you. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> Went to hit the Just... unmute mic, and I hit the stop, the stop cam. Nice. And then we got a special guest, part of the Geek Out Network family here. We got Heath, a.k.a. Ordering Toys. What's going on, guys? Yo. So second appearance now on the Geek Out Show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our weeks and how we've been doing. Uh, Matt, go ahead and start us off, man. How you been? Uh, been pretty good. Just, um, you know, working it away. Um Getting ready for Labor Day, have the day off, so looking at going to get um, some couples massages tomorrow, so that uh, should be a good time. What about you, Gil? How you been? Uh, not too bad, man. Uh, just been chilling. Uh, this week was a little difficult at work, just that's all I'm going to say. There's definitely some challenges. Uh, could be better. Brought them up to my manager, so you know, hopefully things will improve over there on that point, uh, that part, but... Other than that, we've just been like chilling, doing some family stuff. Uh, went over to San Francisco yesterday to Fisherman's Wharf. Oh my God, man. It was insanely packed. And it reminded me of like before COVID. And I don't know. I want to say like maybe it was like 50 50. Like half people were masked up, half were not. Um, I was just like, holy shit. Cause like we went by like our favorite spot, Chowders, to go get some clam chowder. And fish and chips and stuff like that and i was just like damn like there's just like you know asses to elbows man just like a bunch of people and i was like fuck uh and my we took our dog our our, our pug wawa with us and he was kind of like going like what the fuck what the f-? like a bunch of people like he's never seen that many people um so he he was having a little hard time too so i had him uh we have a carrier so like i had it a sling bag across me and then i had him on the side of me and I was just like, you know, petting them like, hey, it's okay. And then like we seen like the sea lions. That was kind of cool. Went to like the little uh, place where they do, uh, it's called the fudgery, where they do fudge. Uh, just did a bunch of little things over there, walked around and stuff like that. Um, kicked it at the house. And then like today, just uh, the kids went swimming. Just, you know, just hanging out. Tomorrow I'm going to go watch Shang-Chi. I was not able to get away from the family, uh, you know, to go watch it yet. So I know I'm behind. I haven't watched it yet, but tomorrow, me and the three bros will go watch it. Uh, matinee. So we will have a review probably next week on that on Shang Chi. Uh, Heath, what about you, buddy? What you been up to? Okay, so I just want to ask real fast. Now, um, last week um, I took my son to the Rangers game. Uh, I'm a big Astros fan. They were playing up in Dallas, and I'd say it was probably about sixty forty masked up. You know, me and the the little man and my uh, wife were masked up just because, you know, first home, 
or yeah. first trimester of the pregnancy, still a lot of un, you know, unconfirmed things going on with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to be really careful on that one. But it was also bring your dog to the ballpark day. <laughs> and like, you know, you guys have probably heard on the can cantina, the poodle, she gets riled up. And I was like, I couldn't imagine. Like, and she's for the most part, well-trained dog. You tell her to sit, you know, she follows commands, but she gets anxious around people. I just could not imagine taking her. So I, I think it was just, you, you know, you're having to calm your dog down the sling. I was like, Oh man, I probably would have just been holding her like a baby. Yeah. I mean, basically that's what me and my wife were doing. We just kept on like, um, for like a few, like maybe half an hour, half an hour, he was with me. Then he wanted to be with her and then back and forth, like every like half an hour or so. So it was, it was fine. And then, uh, Actually, in, in the outer part where, um, like, the docks, like, um, where the sea lions are at, it's a lot more open, a lot less people. So we were able to put them down, and he was able to, like, roam around a little bit and, and chill over there. That's awesome. Yeah. No, but um, outside of the Rangers game last weekend, um, yeah, the most exciting part of my week was uh, I found out that we've been hearing for a couple of months now that we we're expecting a new truck at the office and going to our fleet. We've had one truck, the engine blew on it months ago, so we've got guys, that, or we got a guy that's been in the Penske for like two months, which is terrible. And they're like, hey, whoever takes care of their work truck the best is going to get the, the new truck. So, I mean, I just, I didn't do anything crazy, but I found out this week I'm getting a new truck, so I'm like, yeah, better AC, better heater, you know, a little bit smoother of a ride. So, that's been my highlight. Sorry about that. I had to step away real quick, but I did see that on your stories actually that uh, you got the new truck. It looked badass because it was yeah. brand new and it the lights turned on as you walked down. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's pretty cool. But that was kind of like the you know the major happening outside that. It's just been a normal work week and uh, trying to get a little bit done. Now, me and the wife did have a date night last night. Went over to um, a place on nice. the square in Tyler and had an amazing steak. But outside of that, nothing too crazy. That's what's up, man. You definitely got to make time for the misses, right? Oh, yeah. Every once in a while. Well, and just, you know, there's so much of the time, like, we're running around, you know, work, t-ball practice. So it's just nice to, you know, leave the phones in the car, go sit down at the table, order some appetizers, and just sit and talk. You know, I, I tend to sometimes find myself, like, remembering, like, oh, yeah, there's a reason that, like, I've been just absolutely in love with this woman since I was 16 years old. She is a fantastic person. I enjoy spending time with her. Yes, sir. That's it's definitely needed like every once in a while for like for every relationship for like uh, you and the partner to like rekindle and find out, you know, what exactly you fell in love with or love about that person. I 100% agree, wholeheartedly agree because me and the missus have been doing that a lot lately too. That's beautiful. That's what's up. Yes, sir. I guess uh, not major. Major always has it turned up. The charm turned up to 12, I guess. Oh, uh, no. Me and my lady just went out for a date night, too, to go see Shang-Chi. So. Oh, okay. That's uh, what's up. But I think I got food poisoning from the restaurant we ate at. We decided to try oh, one of the restaurants no. that's near there because I've heard good things. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't severe. It was just like, you know, case of the runs no, and but uh, still, some yeah, really bad gas. Terrible. But I was able to still go to work the next day and everything, so. I guess it wasn't too bad, huh? Hey, bro, I'm just saying, never trust a fart, bro. Yeah, Ooh. oh, no. I never didn't have any of those issues. Uh, believe me, I know my I know my bowels well. <laughs> Keep those boys on check. Have yourself a shirt. 
But yeah, like I said, we're going on couples day tomorrow. So yeah, we're looking right. forward to that. Right on, right on. Let's go ahead and get into what we've been reading. And I'm going to volunteer myself first. I've been a terrible, terrible host and I have not read anything new. I will get into a little bit more of uh, Spawn. Uh, what was it? King Spawn. It's just really setting up a lot of stuff. And uh, have, have, Matt, did you get to read it? And uh, Heath, are you reading uh, King Spawn or any of the Spawn tie-ins? Matt? I haven't picked it up yet. Um, I need to go down to the comic shop and pick, it's probably in my pool list. But um, no, I haven't read that yet. I've been reading some other stuff. Okay, Heath, uh, are you reading this stuff? reading it or no? So um, the last time we were on together, you know, you'd recommended to go ahead and get started at 200. I'm almost caught up on the spawn, the current spawn run, and I've got two or King Spawn downloaded. I just haven't started that one. I wanted to work my way through. You know, okay, then I won't ruin or spoil it for you. Um, but it's kind of like uh, setting up the world, kind of like a reintroduction as well. Uh, so I'm actually kind of surprised that they're doing it like that, and they're just basically. Um, setting up both sides both heaven and hell that both of them hate spawn and that they're willing to work together to get rid of him and just uh they talk about like the force what what a force to reckon he he is and um he's so much stronger now that he's working and teaming up with all the different spawns now that he got she spawn on his team uh gunslinger on his team uh medieval spawn you know a bunch of different stuff and what's crazy about the medieval spawn uh, spoilers, he started off like as the guy in the chair, like the, the IT guy, the, the technology dude. So it's like small little frail guy that wears glasses. You wouldn't really think when he transforms into Spawn, he transforms into like a eight foot tall mountain of a man, you know, with a huge fucking battle axe. And it's oh, just yeah. like crazy as shit, man. Uh, so yeah, man. And especially like with the um, preview that we got for issue number two, I don't know if you've seen or not. But Billy Kincaid is coming back. And I don't know if you know who Billy Kincaid is, but... I actually do remember him from some of the older stuff that, you know, I, I dabbled, dabbled uh, in Spawn back in the day, and it just kind of fell off. You know, there's I got out of comics for a long time, and it's been a slow process getting back in the thing. But I feel like I'm kind of pulling a major reaction where I was kind of getting a lot of stuff I've had to scale back and just... You know, kind of All of us have had to do that lately, yeah. But, you know, I've been really happy with you know, the run that you recommended up from 200, I think a lot of cool stuff. And I'm really excited about getting into King. Dope, dope, dope. So would you say King Spawn's a good jumping off point for people who probably haven't been caught up with Spawn? I, I would Not say hit, hit up, uh, I would say hit up Spawn Universe, then King Spawn. Because okay. uh, that, that Spawn Universe kind of sets up all the different uh, books. So it sets up King Spawn, uh, the team up book that they have gunslinger and then the regular spawn book so yeah but that that that's a good jumping on point too uh what about you matt what have you been reading man well since jade's not here um i'll talk about uh curse of the white knight since that's uh hit one of his favorite and uh i just pulled it out of my lawn boxes the other day so i had a uh, book one and book two so i read book one and it kind of just tosses you right in the middle of the story. And uh, it's kind of weird to see like Nightwing and Batgirl both with like GCPD uh, uniforms on. But that's not what it is. It's not GCPD. It's like GTO or something like that. Um, which is kind of funny if you think about it. Um, but 
um, interested in where the story goes because I know like Joker's supposed to be like one of the good guys or something like that almost like I don't know so but he still seems like he's kind of bad in this book because he's still going around scheming stuff up and stuff so uh, we'll see and then they just introduced Asriel into the um, first book so he looks like a badass and the art's actually really cool like Jade was right the costume designs for uh, the Curse of the White Knight are really cool like the Batman with the high boots and just the way his uh, cowl looks and everything really cool uh, other than that, I got this uh, Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child book, so I'm going to check this one out next. These have been just kind of chilling in my long box. I picked them up uh, over the summer or probably maybe even before that. And um, and then I have this one right here, the um, Dark Multiverse Batman Nightfall. So I'm just going to get the read these. They're all kind of like pretty nice, hefty books. Like That's the thing with these DC books is they feel like little mini trade paperbacks so it's like they're way nicer than just you know marvel marvel comics. needs to step it up man because dc is doing that image is doing that um i don't think boom i think boom still they need to step it up but yeah image and dc has been stepping up with the cover quality and it feels like a nice thick almost awesome. trade paperback mm-hmm. 100%. one thing I mean... go ahead oh i was just gonna say with like Compared to DC, like I'm completely fine doing Marvel all digital these days, just because I mean, they, I love their stories. I think they've got great writers, great artists, but like, it just does not feel as nice as some of the stuff that DC is doing. And I mean, that's just to the touch. And I will say this, um, as far as that, like, I mean, I guess it's like a what if situation with that Batman story, like Batman. Like, 89 Batman has made me a Batman fan. I've been a Batman fan for a long time. That story is so hard to read because Azrael just goes so wicked. Uh, one thing I'm doing to try to, like, read comic books more often is I actually uh, took some of my toys off one of the shelves and made it specifically a comic shelf. So I put a couple of my stuff that I have runs of. Like, I put my run of Something's Killing the Children I put my um, last Ronin books up there. I put uh, a couple other different things, a couple little runs I have of certain comics that I've been meaning to read. So I stuck them up there. So it'll be more enticing to just pull it out while I'm sitting at my computer desk and start reading one or something, you know? So that should be a, a way to remedy me not reading books as often. All right, Gil, take us on to comic news. Did Heath talk about what he's been reading lately? Oh, oh. yeah. Just yeah, I thought he started off. Yeah, it's mainly just fun and then um, keeping up with War of the Bounty Hunters. Me and um, Jade are you know, pretty much just gushing over, like, I think Vader's probably the best story going right now, even in War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, but if you guys, if you like Vader, I mean, the Vader comics have just been amazing. I, I, I try to stay away from the uh, Star Wars books only because I don't want to have to backtrack. Yeah. Deep so dive. That's that's only that's the only reason why I don't do it because I know me and I'll tell one like, hey, where's like all your back issues? And then like I'll have a hundred dollar hundred dollar tab, you know, type of week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to trying to do that to try to catch up or some shit. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So I just live vicariously through you guys. 
like that's why i just make sure to tune in every every, every episode for ken and cantina i'm just like all right so what's going on right now with where founding hunters or what's going on with this novel that novel and stuff like that so oh, yeah. shameless plug for our sister podcast on our network <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into uh, some comic news, and I'll go ahead and take that away and start it. This book sucks. Where do all of Spider-Man's webs go? Do you think the Human Torch flames on during sex? Is this in mint condition? Reboot? Time travel? Again? Yeah, I want to read that, but I'm gonna wait for the trade. Look, another Batman book! No one stays dead except for Uncle Ben. That one. Okay, yeah, my bad. Uh, I can't see because like, the, oh, okay, there we go. Because the angle that my laptop's at, I, it's like uh, blurred out right there. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't see. <laughs> oh, well, I'll just edit all that shit out. That I, just I was doing right it now. for you and you kept switching. Oh, okay. So anyways, Avengers, Avengers Tech On. Oh, it is? No, I was. That's oh, okay. I, gotcha, was, gotcha. I wasn't able to tell you that I was switching it for you. Okay, so Avengers Tech On. Um, so this is for issue number four here. Uh, and then we got the kind of like look of what Black Panther is going to look like. And this is for November. So all these solicitations are for in November. Um, I don't know if you guys have been reading it, but it's a pretty good story. I got issue number one so far. I don't think number two is out yet. I know that it, I think it's set to come out this week, if I'm not mistaken. Not this week, uh, next week uh, for September. But yeah, um, this though looks pretty fucking badass. And like I said, I can't wait to, you know, get the full reveals for all the suits and action figure form as well. Uh, so yeah, are you guys reading this right now? The Techon Avengers? I am currently not reading it. I'm waiting for um, for a couple more issues so I can just kind of like get all like a good chunk of it going. Um, I've heard good things about the first issue and I love this design. So I definitely will be. I just have not started yet. And I'm not reading it. Um, I'm not picking this one up. You're going to pass? Probably. Okay. No worries. Uh, Darkhold. So uh, more more issues or uh, side uh, stories have been revealed. Darkhold Black Bolt. So I'm actually really surprised with this. And I guess like, there's going to be four uh, hosts slash people that read from the book. So we have Black Bolt. We have, um, who is it? Blade. Uh, I can't remember who was the other character that we talked about. Awesome. Um, well, that's coming up actually. So yeah, uh, Wasp has been revealed to be one of the hosts of the people that read it. Wasn't it also Iron Man? Maybe it was Iron Man. I think because I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Might have been Iron Man, yeah. So um the thing about Wasp though is that, that uh they said that she read it and she went insane after. So it's gonna have to do a lot with mental health, uh this book. That's what they said. So it'll be interesting. It looks like a lot of them are going kind of crazy because if you see the one with Black Bolt, everybody's kind of like like freaking out about him. Like, like well, dude, because his voice, him. if he talk, he's probably going to yell. That's probably why, man. Like, you know, with just a whisper that full fucking could decimate buildings and shit like that. Uh, this has actually been getting a bit, a bit of buzz coming out in November. Um, Robins. So this is a book with all the Robins together. All the, not all, I can't say all, but most of the people that, you know, had the mantle of Robin. So we got uh, Dick, Dick, uh, sorry, Dick, uh, Tim, Drake, Jason Todd, Damian Wayne, uh, and oh my God, who's spoiler? I can't remember her name. Uh, God 
Damn it. Carrie Kelly? <laughs> is it Carrie Kelly? No, nah, she's from the Frank Miller one, so I don't think they would count her. No, yeah, it's definitely not her. I can't remember her name. Uh, but like her her superhero name rather than like Bad Girl or bad, rather than Robin because she was Robin shortly. Um, God damn it. They, she goes by spoiler right now. But anyways, so anyways, they're teaming up and, uh, you know, it's a mini series, six issues. Uh, check it out. It's supposed to be, I don't know, it's getting a lot of hype right now. So people are pretty juiced on it. Um, and then this is just a Wonder Woman annual 2021. It's just a, a beautiful cover. It's the A cover. Uh, I was just like, man, I, I, I'm not reading Wonder Woman, but I'm a sucker for some beautiful art. And, uh, you know, Wonder Woman is definitely one of those women that have always caught my eyes. I love strong women. Um, you know, she's a comic book crush of mine. So I'm like, ooh, I think I might, uh, you know, purchase this one and throw it up on the back over here. So it's like in the background as uh, we do our episodes and whatnot. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for, you know, for Don't news. Don't get a copyright strike. <laughs> I mean, if we have it now with all the artwork and pins behind me now, why would we get it for just that one? No, no. Oh, you're gonna like print it out? Okay. No, I was gonna. No, I was gonna frame it up like the other ones. Oh, uh, I thought you're gonna well, like these ones are CGC. In there. No, these ones are CGC. Like you're gonna put it so in the corner. Those are CGC. But I got some other ones up here that are just in frames and stuff like that. So every once in a while, they make an appearance. So let's go ahead and get into collectibles pickups. Keith, you want to start us off? Absolutely. And just one thing before we do that, I didn't want to butt in. But go for it. Who is your guys' favorite Robin? Um, okay, just as Robin or their life after Robin? Character in total run. Character in total run? Dick Grayson? Mine is going to be Jason Todd. Just him as Red Hood, badass. See, my favorite run with Jason Todd as a Red Hood was Red Hood and the Outlaws. I loved him with Arsenal. And then when uh, Bizarro and, um, oh, what's her face showed up, like, that is, like, I've never liked Bizarro outside. The Amazonian chick that he was banging out, I can't remember her fucking name, Red Hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely run that, love that one. But, like, I think just Dick Grayson has had such a longer run and has had so much more character development. I love Nightwing. Dick Grayson, I think, is probably in my top three favorite DC characters of all time. So I just, I always like asking people about, you know, old, old Robins. I just say Dick Grayson because I had the most experience with him as Robin. Like, I haven't read much with uh, the other Robins, except for, like, Damien. I've had quite a few, I've read quite a bit with him and seen him as Robin a lot. And he's just, you know, he's kind of annoying and they paint him to be super annoying, so... Um, yeah, and Tim Drake, he's kind of like he's kind of similar to Damien, he's kind of annoying too. But, yeah, but to get back to what we were talking about, um, you know, you were you were such a wonderful person to go ahead and send me a record. So, I got him in, been playing with him, and then this has probably been one of my heavier weeks this year. It's just this year alone has like really been light, but. We had a uh, Ollie's open up here in Tyler, so I was able to pick up a second War Machine um, Punisher. Um, so I got that. I got a Silver Samurai from the Retro Carded series, and then I got a Riri, uh Ironheart. So, you know, heavy on the Marvel Legends this week. Did you open up Riri? This is one of the best female figures I've Dude, ever that's... Bought from Mar- or from uh, Hasbro. Yep. It really is. I, 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 for me, it's my favorite 
Marvel Legend release this year so far for me at least uh and definitely like one of the best female figures like to 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 be released by Hasbro like their best one I think but yeah she's like one of my favorite uh Marvel Legends released this whole entire year she's fucking amazing she might be as of right now yeah my Marvel Legend of the year but yeah it's like I said a heavy week for me because I, I feel like this whole year's been like you know just kind of more or less catching up with, like, older stuff. I feel that. Major, what about you? Well, uh, my lady was at Target the other day, and she just happened to find this Dark Star on the pegs. It was the only one there, so um, unfortunately there was nobody else from the wave. So I want to build that Ursa Major, so I told her to just pick this this girl up. So I got her. She's still in box. I'm going to leave her in box until I get, like, you know, another character from the wave or something. Um, but what I'm most excited for is that my mythic legions finally arrived. So I got my Malifur in, I got Hadriana, which is probably one of my favorite mythic legions I've ever, I've gotten so far. She is, she's just really cool with the, the tiger mat, the, the lion mask and everything. And then she came with an extra head, which is really nice. Like the extra pieces to make this like bat wing helmet. There you go. So that Batwing helmet, there you go. Focus, finally. And then uh, the big guy. I know Gil's already played around with this guy. But the big man himself, Aerithir. Dude, that figure is so badass, man. And I think uh, next week they're going to be doing an in-stock sale for that whole entire wave or something like that. Yeah, probably. Uh, if they are, I need to go back and pick up a few that I didn't get because I definitely want that Hellfire Goblin with the long tongue. And um, I'm thinking I have to get probably uh, Belphegor too, the big red-headed demon. The big big-headed red demon. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have red hair. But <laughs> that was it for me. Gil, what'd you get? Uh, quite a bit of stuff. I got in a little care package from... Uh... J. Rue Toys, so shout out to J. Rue. Um, he sent me a J. Rue Toys button back there that I added to the pin board. So shout out to him for that. Uh, he also included a El Venoide Venom, the uh, Lucha Libre. Nice. So I thought that was pretty dope, pretty cool. He also sent in a McFarlane Platinum Edition, all for one. This is the one with you know, regular arms rather than the stupid, ugly... Uh, you know, massive mutant arm, monster arm, Akira that, arm. like that could only go like up and down. Yeah, the Akira arm that could only go up and down, no articulation. That's well. I gotta say, I really like this figure. How it looks, I'm just kind of disappointed, man. They should throw in some uh, close fists in here. I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Um, just because it would have been nice to get him in like you know a punching position, but instead he's gonna be like this. Eh, whatever, you know. Uh, I, I think I might actually do a, you know, a modification on him as well. I'm going to open him up soon. Uh, and what's crazy is Jade said that he found three of those. I haven't even fucking seen one over here, dude. So, like, that's just insane that you guys have it like that on Texas. Lucky asses. <laughs> um, I always see Master Arm uh, all for one, but that's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got a package, a care package from uh, what you call it, from the Hive Comics. So shout out to them in Odessa, Texas. They always uh, hook me up and take care of me and whatnot. So I picked up a um, 
was a booster box of the new Evolving Skies, and I'll show that off in a little bit. Um, but anyways, I got this though, which is pretty dope. They sent me a Cabal with the booster box, which I was not expecting that at all. And I'm like, holy shit, it's uh, pretty good, man. It's it's it's, it's good. Um, no complaints here, you know, just put them in a dope, cool little position and whatnot. And then keeping on the McFarlane hype train, I got this in today. The uh, Revan Spawn, Raven Spawn. I think he's pretty dope. You know, he comes with this uh, scythe right here, double. Double ended scythe and major. I think you already got this, right, Matt? You already got him. Did you yeah, open I got, it up though? I haven't opened mine yet. I think I'm gonna open Redeemer next because I want to do something with the Mythic Legions and Redeemer. Like that a bunch of demons work. coming up at him. You know what I mean? And talking about Redeemer. Yep. There you go. And this guy is so nice. I took a pretty awesome picture. I feel like I took a nice picture. I don't know. Uh, you know, other people may say no. Uh, but anyways. No, I, I gotta say. You you create you got like you captured like this mosaic look to that picture which That's is really what I was, trippy. Dude, it and, was almost uh, like stained glass like the way you shot it. It was like crazy. I was like, what the fuck? I, Did you run yeah, a filter right? over that or something? Or uh, yeah, yeah right, we could talk about that later. I, well, I, well, no, I, <laughs> don't so ruin I, the magic. I just no, I just adjusted the colors. I just, I just adjusted the colors on the camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's, not, that's, that's not a filter. Then. You just went from like you went through one of your like presettings type of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the thing like is, is like I was, I kind of caught that by accident because I, uh, that was like an alternate angle from like something that I was doing. I was like, oh wait, this looks way better. So yeah, and I gotta say, man, like the articulation on this guy, uh, you know, like the shoulder armor for both of these guys are very soft and malleable that they don't get in the way and they allow for like, look at that, dude. Wow, you Holy get crap. like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can get a fucking T-pose with these guys and, like, I mean, obviously it doesn't look practical like that, but I'm just saying, like, you can get whatever type of pose that you want, basically, and it won't hinder or get in the way at all. So, uh, I gotta say, big ups to uh, McFarlane, man. Like, at least with the spawn shit, killing it. I don't it's kinda, have a lot of multiverse, but this shit is nice. It's kind of nice to know about the shoulder pads, because that was part of the reason why I haven't opened another two, because I'm like, man... I'm yes. going to be afraid if I open these and the articulation is shit. So, like, you see the cape on the shoulder part? It's mm -hmm. actually a separate piece, man. And okay. uh, if you want, you can pull it out and put it up over. Oh, shit. Oops. <laughs> too far. Too far. Too far. Oh, you talk about me panhandling no, no, shit, uh... dude. There you go. <laughs> uh, know your limits, no, right? I think that happened with my gunslinger's uh, leg, too. I think the leg came out and I was able to pop it right back in there. But, yeah, you could just, you know, put it back underneath with no problem. You could, you know come out okay so you can't go as far with uh raven spawn as redeemer because i think at that point anything further than that is going to pop out but uh not too bad though i mean it still has the butterfly joint and whatnot and it still works maybe you just got one that was loose no i don't i don't think it could go up uh you know past there you know because redeemer could go up really high oh yeah that, that looks like it is limited but, uh, you know, not too bad. I mean, this is way more articulated than the fucking, you know, statues back in the yeah. day. So, vast improvement from what we used to get. So, can't really complain there. I think the hey, best statues. looking one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go for it, Matt. I was going to say, I think the best looking version that they had put out was the Art of Spawn series. And that was, yeah, basically just like a statue. But it looked amazing. 
Absolutely. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, I've always commented about how the Marlins sculpts are on point, but that right there could be something like renovation or, or you know, in a, such an innovative thing for especially our, like, superheroes with, like, capes. Like, just that idea, because, you know, it costs so much to do cloth goods for a lot of these lines. It's not, you know, functional, but that's a great idea to kind of move past that. So that's Oh, awesome. definitely. Definitely, definitely. Because uh, people were complaining about the Batman's, like with the cape dripping over the shoulder. Now, if they include it as part of the shoulder and it's you know flexible, malleable, get a little bit more range and whatnot. That's one thing I love about this oh. Hattie figure is because they included with like with her, they included like a red cloth cape, and then they also included this tiger fur. I'll show you really quick, uh, or not this tiger fur, but like this this fur. So you can literally wrap the fur around the figure basically however you want. I kind of like pinned it to the back using the um, pauldron over here. And then I kind of have it like wrapped around her. So it's kind of like stuck between her leg too. That's so like you dope, can kind of customize it how you want her to look like she could look completely different than this. If I wanted her to, you know? Yeah. Like if I had her and you had her, they would probably end up looking differently. Yeah. That's dope. Alrighty. So let's go ahead and get into some collectibles news. Yeah. Yeah. Let's roll. Alrighty. So, Matt, you want to go ahead and take it away? Start it. Too open or not too open? That is the question. Ah, the McFarlane Spider-Man. After all these years, I finally have one. Fuck that noise. I got the new contender for best Spider-Man figure right over here. Yeah, fuck it. I don't need more than one point of articulation anyway. Hey, Funko Pops, baby. Yes, all right. So, speaking of Four Horsemen and Mythic Legions... Uh, we got this really cool teaser here of a four-armed giant alien. This thing looks massive. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of something out of Star Wars, kind of. And, um, oh, this thing looks great. And this is going to drop 9-10. So this Friday coming up, we should see the first reveal of the full, you know, first wave of the Cosmic Legions figures. We've seen some other promo art. We're not 100% sure exactly what we will see when the wave drops. This could be promo art for something that might be later down the line. You never know. Um, but that one, that teaser, I think, will be one of the first things we'll see. So that big, four-armed, hulking alien. Um, this is another earlier teaser that we saw. This was one of the very first teasers they put out. So there's they haven't really led on too much to what they're going to be producing. But if that first alien teaser is any indication... I think they got some good things in the works here. I forgot to upload the other image, but there's one of almost like an astronaut looking character as well. Okay. I haven't seen that. I don't think so. That would be interesting to see, but uh, I'm super excited for this line. It sucks because mythic legions is expensive. Like those three figures I just got, that was like $150 right there for those three. Um, because obviously earthier. Arathir is a um he's like, like 75 a, by himself, right? Yeah, he's a more expensive figure. And yeah. I got mine from Big Bad Toy Store, so obviously I didn't get the Mythic Legion's price. Um yeah. and it's not that much more. Uh Big Bad Toy Store is actually really like reasonable for their Mythic Legions. Uh it's only about Extra. five, I would say, usually taxed. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not that bad. Uh there are other places where you're getting taxed like way more. Mm -hmm. In secondary market, you're looking at double on most of these figures. So yeah. um if you can order through Source Horsemen, that's the way to go when they first drop because you're going to get like the base price of them, which is typically um, 
like under 40 for most of the basic characters and then around 60 for like the bigger characters depending on what we're looking at but yeah i'm excited for cosmic keith you're a black series collector does this kind of interest you to put with your black series or you're in the past uh i'm probably not going to put them with my black series but i think these are some really innovative designs obviously this has kind of been rumored and talked about for a while and i you know, you kind of get like these ideas. Is it going to be kind of like this cheese ball, you know, 50s or 60s style, like Spaceman? Like, are you going to get like guys with like fishbowl heads? Or, and then as soon as that first promotional shot hit, I'm like, okay, this is something special. They're definitely taking a unique design. Um, it almost like that promotion shot, obviously, they're wanting to hide a few things or wanting to give you an idea, but it almost comes across as like this could be like a horror character. Like, this is definitely yeah. some big bad with the chains and everything. Uh, obviously, just like you know, the alien skull in the sand, you even that looks like it could have like a really cool story to it. So, uh, I might be starting to pump out a little bit of cash over to you know, Four Horsemen Studios because I'm interested. Um, and I mean, I've got one Mythic Legion, um, and I can say that for what I what I own, I definitely feel like the quality is there for the price point. So, yeah, I'm definitely keeping an eye open on this one. Definitely. Dope. I honestly think they're going to do some crazier things now, too, because, you know, Mythic Legions, the base bodies are pretty similar they don't like vert uh like go out that far off their basic you know bodies but with these alien molds and things that they're doing we might see some brand new like articulation schemes from them we might see some new engineering uh the sky's the limit with this one like literally and figuratively so um i'm excited to see how cosmic legions will alternately affect the mythic legions lines down the road so all right, um, heading into SH Figure Arts, we have Fushigiro, uh, Megumi Fushigiro, and he is going to be released, let's see, I have him somewhere on here, I think uh, January of next year, uh, most likely in Japan, and then he'll make his way over here. Uh, he's at $5,500 yen, or 5,500 yen, not dollars yen, sorry, 5,500 yen, so it's about $50 uh, in, in USD, and he is uh, looking really good and they're getting a lot of use out of this body i'm pretty sure the itadori goju and uh, megumi body are all going to be pretty similar if not the mm-hmm. exact same body with a few variations like maybe the shoes might be a little different and the head sculpts obviously but i think the hands and everything for the most part are going to be very similar yeah uh this is going to definitely be a cop for me i already pre-ordered two of these bad boys so yeah i need to get more than one for sure just because yeah, yeah. the retail, the aftermarket's crazy on these guys. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what you call it? Um, K Diggy, uh, Kev, he was saying that he pre-ordered two of the deluxe um, snake eyes with the uh, timbers because <laughs> because of this figure. Oh, he's gonna, nice. You know, he's going to repaint one and leave one as like the standard timber color. But he's going to repaint one as white because you know how he has the different demon dogs. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty dope, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's actually pretty smart. He should get a third one and make it like a shadow version. Yeah, that would, that would be dope. I'm actually kind of surprised that, you know, they didn't offer, like, you know, something, even if it was just plastic, of, like, one of the dogs or one of the other spirits that he could summon. Or even, so, yeah, even just, like, an effect. 
that looks yeah. like a wolf or something, you know? Exactly. Just like a little exactly. plastic stand-up type of thing. But eh, whatever. Uh, let me see. Uh, Heath, you don't collect anime figures, do you? Not really, but, like, as I'm getting more and more into anime, I definitely, like, think that there's a lot of cool stuff out there, and it's it's harder and harder to stay away Be from careful. some of them. It's a slippery yeah. slope, man. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> I was about to yes. say, the thing with anime figures is if you do decide to jump in, the prices will be astronomical if you're not if you're late because um, typically with the anime figures they produce them once and if they're not very popular that's it you know if they don't sell like yeah. hotcakes then they don't produce them again um, it even like look at the Naruto line uh, those didn't sell well enough apparently and they stopped producing them and now if you're looking to get any of those figures for the most part you're looking at paying like two hundred bucks for one figure so. Uh, fucking ridiculous. Some guy on TikTok was asking me how much it would be for my whole Naruto, Naruto collection. I wanted to be like two grand, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't got the money. <laughs> All right, so we got the um, SH Figuarts No Way Home Spider Man. We're gonna get three different versions. This is the upgraded suit. So um, they've like modified the cross joint, so it's a little different than the other ones that uh, they put out in the past so this is a little different of a buck than what we're used to seeing um to me it looks very similar to the ps4 spidey um with just some some little minor changes and if you know the ps4 spidey that had a really great range of articulation shout out to thick nick thick nick snapped his uh you know pretty pretty uh i think it was fresh out the box man he fucking snapped his oh no on the ankle all right, so we have the uh, black and gold suit here. And this one will be the one that's going to include the um, Tom Holland head sculpt. So if you don't get this one, you will not get the unmasked head sculpt. Uh, and if you do get it, the head sculpt will actually work for all of the figures. So this one and the other two Spider-Man figures. Any of you guys digging this black and gold suit or any of these suits for that matter? Well, the first one that they showed looks like the same exact one from Far From Home. Yeah. And this, this suit actually sticks out to me, man. It's kind of been growing on me a little bit. The figure uh, right here looks good. Yeah, I mean, it's as in, you know, definitely old anime, uh, anime series uh, fan. I definitely like the black suits. You know, the symbiote suit is iconic and you kind of get like the touch of that, but like with the gold coming in and the red, this has like a super cool look. I just, it's not enough for me to want this one. I, you know, and that could definitely change after seeing the movie, but this is appealing on a level. It's just not like a necessity to me. I feel that. And I'm probably going to do the same, man. I, I might pick it up, but the thing is, if I pick it up, it's just going to be for uh, the inventory, you know? For, yeah. Oh, talking about that, uh, me and my wife, sorry to change the subject, guys, but me and my wife uh, had a conversation and we're going to be going a little bit uh, harder in the whole entire inventory nice. thing. So, yeah, I'm going to be working a little bit more with uh, comic and figure addicts. All right, cool. Good to hear. Nice. All right, so we have the, uh, for all you Shang-Chi fans who have seen the movie, you know you need this, Hot Toy Shang-Chi, and... Um, it looks amazing. Uh, the only thing I'm having an issue with is the shirt because it looks like, um, 
I don't know. It just looks like kind of stiff. But other than that, the head sculpt, the portrait is amazing for this figure. It looks dead on. I'm pretty sure Steve Lou is going to have a shit when he like gets this in hand and sees it for the first time. He's probably going to trip out. Yeah, it looks fucking phenomenal, man. I was like, holy like shit. That's on. like dead on, dude. Usually see, I have off some, by like um, a little bit. That? Nah, man. I, I want to say that this is probably one of the best likenesses yet. If you want to get this, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I just, I was agreeing with Gil and you guys. I mean, this looks, I mean, so like lifelike. It's great. And from a lot of the pictures, it actually poses pretty decent. It does seem like that sure is a little hindering, like it won't allow his body to crunch very well. But um, uh, it's listed at $250 and uh, it should be expected to ship in 2023. <laughs> So January to March God damn. of 2023. That's a long way off. So that's the thing I I feel like, uh, man, they kind of missed the mark by being so far behind. But um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem because I, I see big things for Shang-Chi's future. So speaking of Shang-Chi, we also have Wen Wu. And... Um, this figure is going to come with some really badass effects. The Ten Rings effects here are really cool. And they really emulate the way he uses the rings in the movie. So that's really cool to see because no other figures have showed have shown off the way the rings were actually used. So this is the first time we're seeing that in figure form. Look at all those effects. Look at all those effects. Like three different badass Dude, effects. We need this in one twelve scale. I'm just saying because yeah. like Legends came out and they didn't include anything like this. What the fuck? Nope. Nothing. All we got, are, these are badass. All we got from the Legends was quite a few sets of hands and some bow staffs and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I would have killed for some Legends effects like this. And I bet you they wouldn't have been peg warmers as bad as they were either if they had these kind of effects in the box. No, man, because people would have picked them up for all the effects and everything like that. You could have put those effects in Katie's box, and boom, she wouldn't have made a peg warmer. Yep. Exactly. All right, so here we go. We have the McFarlane Year 2 Batman. This was a Target exclusive. Went up for pre-order and sold out at $50 price point. Uh, this figure features a stiff uh, sculpted cape as well as removable arms and a fabric cape as well. Here's Todd showing the figure off. Also comes with this cool display base, which is like a gravesite, probably his parents, I'm guessing. So I wasn't able to uh, get the uh, $80, you know, signed version, but I actually was able to hop on and get like the standard version. Um, this is just really cool. And I love the fact that you, you have the options with if you want to be more statue-like, which probably his you know, his dream, you just leave the thick cape on there, put him in the diorama, but if you want the action figure, he, he's giving you the soft cape, he's giving you the arms. Um, this is actually one of my favorite cows, or cow styles on Bruce, so this is super cool. It is cool, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see a spawn done similarly to this eventually. Like, the exact same thing, but spawn. Jeff, oh, hold on, sorry. Like, you could do the the whole thing with the red cape flowing, and you could have uh, him at his own gravesite. You know what I mean? <laughs> he could be standing at his own grave instead of his parents' grave. 
I do got to say, like, I'm a huge fan of the cloth goods, and I'm hoping that we get more of that moving forward. I hope he integrates um, wire cape next time, though, or wiring in his cape, though, because the, the cloth capes that don't have wiring, for the most part, they fall pretty flat. Mythic Legion incorporates them well enough that, like, um, I don't feel like you need the dynamic cape because it kind of just hangs behind the figure. But with Batman or something where the cape is actually, like, part of, a mo- like, a moving aesthetic, kind of like a living costume part you know, where Spawn is actually alive, you know, and has its own, like, does its own thing. Um, I think that's when you really need a wired cape is when, you know, the cape has, you know, um, a personality too. You're like right on with that one. And I mean, you can see it from like the sculpted version here. This is how that, that version of Batman's drawn. Like this cape makes no realistic sense whatsoever. It's sometimes giant and all encompassing. And sometimes it just, right off the shoulders, but, you know, that's one of the great things about comic books. Yeah, because we know he wouldn't be able to fight with that thing on for real. <laughs> okay, and the next thing up is the Mezco Crow figure. So we got Jason Lee from the Crow figure, finally, from Mezco. They uh, solicited this, or, well, they showed it off a few months ago, uh, probably around the beginning of the year, and now we get the solicit for it. And it's just a regular release, so... You can spend your points, and um, you can still get it on the site right now if you'd like. Gil, uh, you have anything else to add on to this? I know you're, you're a big fan of this figure. You've been looking forward to this. Amazing, man. Uh, you know, kind of bummed that I already made my own version, but I will gladly own this. So it's cool. Whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely buy it. I will definitely 100% fucking buy it, man. I, I can't wait. The Crow is one of my favorite movies like of all time, man. Nice. And it comes with a lot. It comes with uh, four different head sculpts, a bunch of hands. Uh, let's see. Sword, knife, lighter, mask, uh, necklace, the rooftop piece that he stabs the dude with, uh, guitar, his grave, uh, the burning crow symbol, this badass cat that I really want now. So if anybody wants to sell the cat, let me know. And the crows, because I'm down to buy those too. Um, which I guess are just probably remodeled versions of the pigeons that we got with the Gomez. <laughs> just painted black. Okay, you I'm know the Diamond happy. Select? Oh, go ahead. My bad. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm super happy to see this like um, one with the flames and like the actual crows. Because the entire, like every solicitation I've seen has just been like, the hands, the weapons. I'm like, how are you going to release a crow action figure without a crow? So it's nice to actually see that you have two different versions, just this, you know, standing and then like the wing spread. That's a very nice detail. So I'm happy to see that actually is included. Yeah, that is cool. And um, I am I, not the biggest fan. Otherwise, I probably would have jumped in on this. But uh, like I said, I'm trying to cut back on, on comics and toys at the moment. So, um, yeah, it'll be a while before I make another $100 pre-order purchase anytime soon. So, yeah, it's 100 bucks. And uh, what's called the Diamond Select came with the two crows, one folded wings, mm-hmm. one fully expanded, and then also the tombstone. Nice. All right. So we have the uh, movie realization Mandalorian with Grogu. Uh, this is in the Beskar armor version. So this is... Kind of like the Ronin one that they released already, but um, with the Beskar armor, and we get the addition of the Grogu with his little top knot. <laughs> Super cute. Um, so I'm sure 
pretty much any uh, Mandalorian collector, <coughs> Jade, will be picking this up. This is uh, the Dadalorian edition because of the stroller. Absolutely. Um, I mean, how do you make Grogu cuter? You slap it on <laughs> on him. I mean, yep. this is adorable, and um, they made some like nice little updates. I think like um, me and Jay were talking about it. The shoulder, um, the shoulders uh, armor definitely looks better. Um, I, I dig this one. Uh, I'm not sure why they didn't include a cape with this one, but it's still super cool. Yeah, I guess they're hoping that you have the um, original one. That way you already have a cape to put on it. And if not, Absolutely. well, there's customizers out there, I guess. All right, last item in our collectible section is the tease of a NECA Yusagi Yojimbo. So uh, we're not sure if this will be the comic version or the cartoon version, but you can see the sculpt here, the prototype sculpt look right here, digital render. Looks really good. To me, it almost looks, I don't know, cartoony. But then again, a lot of the comics are drawn in that kind of style too. So especially with Soggy Ujimbo. I think they're probably just gonna, you know, do the repaint to use it as both. Yeah, I feel it. Because this is a good enough sculpt that could pass for both. I think you're right about that Absolutely. one. Neil. All right, well that's it for collectibles. Let's hop what is in, into anime, yeah. So what we've been watching for anime, Heath. What about you, bro? Come on. Tell me you've been watching something. I sure he is. <laughs> just, just a couple episodes of Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. It is amazing. Um, like I said, we've been busy, so I haven't really, like, if, my, if I think my wife hadn't been home on Friday, that probably would have been all I did, was just watch that first season. But we did. she ended up taking the day off, so we did a few things. When Little Man was at school, but I am blown away by the show. Um there's certain aspects of characters that are just confusing to me, but at the same time, just amazing. Um, just for Panda doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it is such a cool like character as of right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely enjoying. Well, have you have you gotten up to uh, have you met Mekamaru yet? No, not yet. Okay, that might explain so. a few things for you. Okay, you'll, you'll get the backstory for Panda. Yeah. Okay. It is weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Alright, and Matt, what about you, bro? What you been watching? Um, I caught up on My Hero. Finally got to watch the My Villain arc. So, uh, the last one I watched was Sad Man Parade. So, I got to see our boy twice. Finally freaking show up and show out. Oh my god, dude. He that fucking... was a great episode. That was amazing. And it's funny because amazing. a villain almost becomes like he has almost like a hero sort of arc. So it's cool to finally see the the villains get he um, really their fucking spotlight. Does. And um, honestly, like pretty much any time I watched like Power Rangers or any kind of show when I was growing up, I always kind of rooted for the bad guys for some reason. I don't know, just because like they always had the cooler designs and like I don't know, I, I like their motivations a lot of the times because they always had like fucked up backstories. So uh, it's cool to see our villains like get to shine a little here. And, and I know I love the heroes as well in the show because that's, you know, that's the name of the show, my hero. But um, the villains are 
are just as interesting because we haven't had nearly as much time with them as we have with our heroes. So um, it's cool to see this side of the story. I would totally go for a full season of just from like the villain's perspective. Hell yeah. And uh, like we haven't had any interaction with any of the fucking heroes at all. Like A list, B list, none uh, for three episodes now. And like it's been the hypest. And, and, and I don't fucking miss the heroes at all. I'm just like, this story is fucking interesting. Uh, twice his arc, fucking phenomenal. Um, and even Sugar Rocky, man. Sugar Rocky, like, he, you see some emotion that he fucking cares about his fellow villains in the villain league. And it's, like, pretty fucking crazy. And, uh, you know... And he's on, badass. He, yes, he fucking is. Uh, and it's nice, man. Like, Sugar Rocky, he's powered up. Um, twice as powered up toga everybody's um their cork has evolved and is stronger now like we got all the growth for the heroes it only makes sense to get it now with the villains as well uh we haven't got anything with dobby yet i mean we kind of keep on getting a tease every episode a little bit with dobby a little bit with him and the little bit that we got uh from this yeah this week's episode dude uh, the fact that that villain said your own body is is burning, and that's why like you see the smoke coming off his arm is like oh shit like is that like what the accident was like he couldn't like his own body can't withstand his own cork or like what's going on because they mention like oh look at your discolored flesh and part of it's dead and this is and this and like your cork kills your own body and I was like you oh, can't handle your own cork I'm like fuck so that's what it's from. It's very interesting, man, and I'm really hyped to see the Dobby-centric episode. Well, remember like, what I said about background. what Dobby means? Uh, no, I don't remember what. It means cremate. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So his body's literally, like, burning him alive. But if you think about it, like, Deku's quirk works that same way, too, because, like, he can't handle it either. That's why he only uses a mere percentage of the po- overall power he has, because if he were to use the power, he would just rip his own body to pieces, you know, so... It's like uh, some of the quirks are just, you know, they're too powerful for the human body to even, like, you know, handle without proper training and stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure Endeavor probably had those issues, too. I mean, he has fire on his literal face as a mustache, so. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. had to burn. Like, you know? True, true. And, yeah, he does have does have limits, and that's why he did the whole entire thing of uh, finding a mate that was ice. Uh, I'm trying to think what – oh, so – Besides that, I tried, I attempted watching Hunter x Hunter because I hear a bunch of stuff about it being like um, top three worthy and, you know, all, you know, a a bunch of accolades about it and like how good it is and this and that. I watched the first five minutes of the first episode and I had to turn that shit off. It was so fucking cringe because like gone, yeah, gone and some chick, they were talking about like, keeping a pinky promise and they're like uh seal it with the kiss and then like just the kiss part cringed made me cringe because seal it with the kiss (laughs) dude it was like fucking five minutes dude and i was like it it irritated it irked me and i was just like what the i was like how long does it take to say fucking kiss? How long? So I was like, this little motherfucker's annoying me. So I was like, turn that shit off. So like, uh, yeah, I just don't know. Like, 
I'm, I know I'm not giving it a fair chance, so I'm like, maybe I was just agitated at the time. I don't know. Uh, but I was just like, I, I can't. It, yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, <laughs> this shit could kiss my ass, you know. <laughs> I was like, I'm turning this shit off. It's done. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, I couldn't watch that. I was like, nope, 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 nope. So I watched a little bit more of JoJo's uh, season three, and that's getting hype. So I just got to hurry up and finish that because my brothers keep on getting on my ass about that because. They say it's like the best season of all time, so I gotta hurry up and finish that. Uh, but besides that, um, I've just been watching other stuff, so we'll get into that during entertainment. Uh, so anime, we can get into that. I am a ghoul. Every day I wake up this morning about talking about what anime should I watch? What anime should I watch? Hey man, what anime should I watch? Bro, I'm starting to think I'm an anime drug dealer in this bitch or something. Baki, Baki the Grappler comes out. Um, so this is season three. We finally got confirmation that it comes out within two weeks to Netflix. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I got to hurry up and catch up to what's going on because it's a fucking praying mantis. Maybe he'll fight a kangaroo too. I, I'm like, I'm so fucking lost because like in season one and what I've seen of season two, he's only fought humans, not a big old, big old fucking insectoid fucking thing. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, and then, yes, we got new characters going on over here. So this is uh, Jun Guevara. So uh, they have the uh, voice actor. This is almost like a take on Mike Tyson. I mean, Iron Mike, Iron Michael. Sorry. Well, Iron sorry. Mike Tyson. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's definitely a take on Mike Tyson. I feel like most video games and animes having to do with fighting have some type of version of Bruce Lee or Mike Tyson or one of the you know greats in there. Uh, this this is a triple threat. We have lips, teeth, and tongue. That's fucking gross. Wait, what? Their this names? Is three different people. Three different. Yes, three different people. Lips, teeth, and tongue. They're triplets. Are they triplets? Well, okay. Yep. <laughs> I was like, are they triplets? But that's fucking gross. I can only imagine that they probably do something to do with lips, teeth, or tongue. Be fair. Two of those things. <laughs> two of those things? Two of those things are awesome. One of those things, you know, you click those, uh, click teeth and a kiss, you're like, ah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, definitely, kiss, yeah, yeah, all bad. That, that's a <laughs> definitely bad kiss right there. Kiss. <laughs> Then the last character, <laughs> Bob McCarthy. No, I think that he's just going to be a, a police officer. Yeah, a police officer or some type of guard that's going to, you know, be, you know, a returning character. So. Looks like the kingpin. <laughs> they've, well, they've had a, a couple different guards and uh, trainers and things like that that keep on, you know, reoccurring. What were we going to say, Well, Pete? obviously, uh, I was going to say, obviously, he doesn't look like him. But did you guys, I mean, the last name being McCarthy just immediately makes me think of legendary MMA referee, Big John McCarthy. So I was wondering if that like, might be like a little nod to, you know. Ooh, maybe it might be. Yeah. Maybe it might All be. Right. Yeah, okay. And, you know, John McCarthy was a police officer for years before he went full-time judging or full-time refing. Oh, shit, then probably. He probably is. Yeah. Uh, this, we got a YouTube series coming to us, Pokemon Evolutions. Uh, coming to the way of the Pokemon YouTube channel. And if you go to the next one real quick, uh, Matt, it has this release schedule. So there's going to be nine episodes. If you could blow that up a little bit bigger so I can read it. Sorry. Thank you, man. 
So it's actually going to be going in reverse. Uh, so they're going to be starting, they're going to be going to the different regions. Uh, so number one is going to be Galar region releasing September 9th and every two weeks. So Alola, September 23rd, uh, Kalos, October 7th, Inova, the 21st of October, Sinnoh region, December 2nd, Hoenn, December 9th, Johto, December 16th, and December 23rd, uh, right? Yeah, 23rd? Yeah. Uh, Kanto region. So the OG Cool. So I think that's kind of cool uh, that, you know, that it's going to be taking place in each region. They didn't say exactly how long each episode is going to be, but, you know, with them, it's going to be anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes each episode. That's, you know, sometimes they do mini, sometimes they do normal uh, episodes, but I thought that was kind of cool, man. I was going to say, didn't they do a Pokemon series that was like four to eight minute episodes a while back? Yes, I believe they did. Yeah, but I think so too. <laughs> really cool idea um you know obviously i like the bi-weekly thing with it be on youtube that really captures like your younger you know kids definitely leaning towards taking a lot of information from or not information but entertainment from youtube so i'm definitely probably going to catch this with my my son it's super cool sorry my bad uh yeah it was called the the twilight series pokemon twilight all right so, well that yeah. was it for anime yes sir uh video games what have we been playing heath what you got man what you've been playing um so internet's been acting up so really haven't been playing too much fortnite but um for some reason i've decided to start replaying mass effect andromeda and that that game was absolutely a horrible wreck when it came out but they've had plenty of patches and i've actually been having a lot of fun with it this week um and I feel like it plays a lot better. It looks a lot better. So, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Matt, what about you? Um, I'm still playing Pokemon Unite. Still trying to stay on that. Um, not as much as before, obviously. I've been kind of, like, um, slacking. But uh, I'm supposed to play tonight with my homie Joe. I haven't talked to him in a while because he quit. But um, he's doing his own thing, working as a teacher now. So, good for him. Um, so, probably play with him tonight and that's about it i haven't really been playing uh, ranked lately just because i don't know i play two or three regular games and i'm like okay i want to do something else like before i was getting stuck on the game for like hours but like if you're not playing with somebody it's kind of it gets kind of boring after a while i feel that uh, i kind of fell off a little bit too but i gotta hop back on man it's been uh, like two weeks since i played or whatever just been kind of busy man and then also with work it's been like really fucking crazy lately so that's why I haven't been playing. Oh, because uh, COVID cases are surging. Just we're we're just so overwhelmed right now and understaffed. It fucking sucks. So, yeah. But anyways, I've been actually doing a little bit more of uh, card games than actual video games. So nice. I'm actually going to talk about. Um, I picked up the Evolving Skies. Uh, you know, the, the ETB, Elite, Elite Trainer Box, and I did a YouTube video if you want to see me and my daughter. Uh, you don't really see my daughter, but you see me talking a lot of shit to my daughter, and you hear her commenting and how salty she was and upset she was. Um, anyways, I got this awesome Leafeon V uh, full art card, which is pretty dope. goes for, you know, a couple of bucks. You know, I, I always like to look up the price. Uh, Garboder full art, which is pretty what dope. The? Uh, Glaceon V Max. This card is fucking beautiful. Nice, really it like really is. Like, yeah. 
And then the uh, surprise, the, the big pull was the uh, Umbreon V card, the alternate art. And, that one looks uh, so cool. Yeah, the reason why you can't really make it out too, too good here is because uh, the case that it comes with, it's a special case, only for the Elite Turner Bucks. It's kind of like a matte finish. Uh, but anyway... Oh my god, these fucking kids out there. Uh, anyways, <laughs> the card goes for about a hundred bucks though. The That's my Pokemon. So yeah, I was really surprised. A hundred dollar card uh, out Damn. of the forty dollar box. So I still I still got like thirty two more packs to open up, uh, but from the box that the hive sent me. Thirty two wait, so you like how many packs come in those boxes? I thought they only came with like twenty or something. Oh so this comes with ten. But the okay. booster box that's like the case that they take to the stores. Yeah, the actual and store. Ones. They open up. It's thirty six. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's what I was asking you before. How much do those go for? Is it like hundred dollars, or is it more than that? Uh, so you depends on where you buy them from. Anywhere from like a hundred and twenty to a hundred and fifty. Mm. So if you go to somewhere that like the Hive, you're not going to be paying the one fifty. You're going to be paying less. So. So, um, because with the magic cards, when I bought the booster boxes, um, if I bought them online, they'd usually be like a hundred bucks flat usually, but you get 32 booster packs. But like, I, like we already talked about though, with the booster packs of magic, you get like 15 cards. Whereas the booster packs of, uh, Pokemon, I think you said you only get like 10, right? It's Something 11. Like that. Oh, it's okay. 11. Yeah. that's not too bad then. I guess it's pretty, it's pretty close to equal for both of them. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and there's like a $500 uh umbreon card is not this one it's a different one but it goes for like 500 bucks and i was like holy shit i'm hoping i could find that one in that box man that would be fucking sweet i'm gonna flip that shit so fast so but yeah that's all i got let's go ahead and get into uh some video games yeah yeah let's do it games have been a part of my life since the early years, the golden age, the good old days, if you will. Oh, alright. So, Fortnite will be receiving Mike Lowry as a playable character. He's actually already in the store, and you can buy him now. Um, the outfit includes the detective's duffelback bling, and, um, his dual wielding pickaxe, the loose cannon cutters. So um, you can buy him in the store, probably about, you know, five to 10 bucks, depending on, you know, uh, probably 10 bucks. I think, I don't know. I don't buy the skins. I usually just uh, try to win them for free or whatever, build up enough. Uh, yeah. I don't, I try not to buy skins anymore for the game, <laughs> unless it's something like Marvel related or something, then I'll buy it. But yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I generally don't buy things unless it's within uh, in-game currency, but I actually went ahead and pulled the trigger. Uh, I love that, that whole franchise. I think the second one's the best, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get this one. It's fun. It's different. I wasn't expecting it. So, yeah, Mike Lowry. So we need to really be worth it. It's like every... I was going to say, if every time you hopped in a car by yourself, if Martin jumped in with you and he was in there. <laughs> it's it's Marcus, right? Isn't his name Marcus? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. yeah but Mar- Martin, I was just saying Martin. Uh, Lawrence, yeah. 
that would that would be funny as fuck. But do you think that we'll get him as well or not? Mm, I don't know. I think Will Smith's so. more popular. Gotcha. Well, Alrighty. I mean, they're big. It's you know, three movies is big franchise. I would definitely um, buy another one, and uh, I'd be fine with it. You know, there's gonna be people that you know just do do uh, duos and pick either skin and just have fun doing you know bad boys for life across the Fortnite map. Well, if they're going to put the bad boys in there, I want the rush hour. I want rush hour. I want Jackie. <laughs> yes. I think that'd be dope. Is this the first time that we get Will Smith? Yeah, I think so. I mean. Well, do we get him as a. Uh, get... Deadshot? Deadshot. That's what I was just thinking. I don't remember. I think I, we I got Deadshot. I think we got Deadshot, but I don't think it had like an unmasked, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it did. No, it just came with the um, the masthead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is the first time Will Smith like fully like you get and to see did, him. We did get the Idris Elba one, but he also was wearing a mask as well. So we haven't gotten like a celebrity skin lately, except for like uh, John Wick. All right, moving on. But staying with Fortnite, Shang Chi is going to make his appearance in Fortnite. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of this skin though for him. This is uh, how he looks in the comics right now. So this is like, you know, comic version. Mm. Obviously not the uh, Simu Liu, uh, the uh, MCU version. I, would, I think that would have been cooler version. to get Simu Liu as uh, Shang Chi in here. That probably would have been the better way to go. But hmm. all right, uh, Gil's super hyped for this. Gil, tell us about this, dude. I am. So they went over. So we got gameplay footage of the 2K. Midnight Suns, and dude, as you can see, all the different customization options, you know, you can customize, of course, the gear, which is dope, but also the sex, color, so, man, like, you could have a Mexican warrior, you could have, you know, an African warrior, whatever you want to do, you could do it, which is fucking awesome, uh, you know, all kinds of different gear and armor and just everything, which is fucking awesome, I'm totally about it. This is something that actually pissed Jade off, and Jade was all like, eh, it looks like trash. Um, so it looks like it's almost like you're selecting like a card, almost like a type of attack, whether it's light, heavy, uh, you know, heavy or advanced, range, whatever type of foot. I don't know how they're going to exactly do it. They didn't show a close-up on that yet, uh, but Jade said that he didn't like the mechanics. I was like almost like a turn-based thing. Uh, he wanted more like an open world, you know, uh, run around, slice them up type of thing, which I get, you know, some people want that. I don't mind this. This kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts, so to speak. So I don't know. I'm okay with it. I think I'm going to pick it up, though. Um, I'm so hyped for it. I don't know about you guys. Just wanted you to this is not going to be like a Kingdom Hearts game. This is not um, an action RPG. This is a turn-based strategy no, game. I, I no, know, I know it's not exactly like that, but Kingdom Hearts have had the turn-based, uh, like, for game, for not the consoles, but for the Game Boy version, where it's, uh, I can't remember what they were called, but they have it where it's like DS? this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, uh, was it Memories? Something Memories or something like that? Yeah, that one. Yep. All right. Well, basically, um, this is going to basically be a lot like the game XCOM, which was made by the same um, studio for Axis. 
And the mm-hmm. way that plays is it's very tactical strategy, turn-based. So it's all about um, mobilizing your units and, you know, knowing the difference between a range attacker or like a melee attacker and best utilizing your troops to take out the different threats that are on the board. So um, the main uh, focus of the combat is getting your troops into proper positioning and stuff to make, you know, the attacks that you want while staying covered or staying protected. These games are super hard. Uh, I, For me personally, um, it takes a lot of, uh, you know, trial and error because you never know when you first start to play these games. It's a lot of trial and error because you don't know exactly how everything's going to function. Um, but I think Jade would be more happy with a game like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance because that is more of like a, you know, kind of gauntlet legacy type of game where you can just run around and kill this things. was going to be like that. I it almost really looked like it was going to be, but then when they, they when they likely did to XCOM, I knew exactly what we were in for. Heath, you look like so, you had something to say. Oh no, I think I think that this is like the perfect way to introduce people to this type of game because obviously, um, when you're trying to build up your squad or like you are going to plan for attacks, like you like so many people are not going to like consciously know that you can't put Wolverine at, like as a range attacker. He's going to be your heavy. He's up front. He's your berserker. You know that you're probably going to have to put, you know, Dr. Strange in the back because he's going to be your, you know, I think people might not realize that subconsciously they already know how they can take their, these teammates and line them up, which I think might be going against the game just a little bit, but I think this looks beautiful and I'm very interested and I hope that they actually put out a demo because I think that would help the game out a lot just because right now I think people are going to be afraid of the, like that gameplay style where I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal breaker for a lot of people. No, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying there. Um, the fact that you're using well-known characters um, in place of like tactical units, uh, you're like everyday person's going to be like, oh yeah, well, you know, Wolverine just runs up and stabs people. Um, yeah, Jean Grey stays in the back and, you know, does her psychic abilities. Like, yeah, like you said, it's going to be kind of like a no-brainer for people who just jump into the game, like, to kind of utilize the characters the way they need to. Um, and then kind of slowly, you know, work in the, the deep strategies that end up coming with these games. So it'll be interesting to see. I And I do think a demo would really help this game uh, big time. But it could also hurt because people might not know what they're in for. <laughs> and they might just see, oh, Marvel, cool, and like buy it just on, you know, instinct alone. Hopefully, exactly. like, January of next year we get it, you know. Because this drops in now, March? Yes. Now, I'm actually really interested to see, like, I mean, this story is very, um, from what I'm seeing, demon and occult heavy. You know, even the title Midnight Sun seems to be linking back to a group of, you know, protectors from demons, which obviously Hydra being the perfect villains to introduce this, you know, new demonic character into it. Um, so this is this is really interesting. Let alone for the story, um, I, and I think that there's a really for like being a darker tone. We're getting the best characters up front. Um, you know, Doctor Strange. Uh, obviously, you got to put Iron Man and Captain America in there, but you know, Wolverine's definitely got his dark side. Um, Captain Marvel can have a little bit more to her, but like, you know, utilizing a character that 
Well, welcome here, Mr. Loki. Maybe even Loki can hop into the game. Not this one, but, you know, our guy Mischief. Um, but, yeah, I think this, this is really interesting. Well, your cat's being the epitome of the God of Mischief tonight, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's nothing better I could think of. Like, um, you know, the, the joke in our house is, like, the dogs are protectors, so they have, like, protecting names, but the cats have sci-fi names. So, yeah, Loki just came, like, easy to us to go ahead and name name him. Nice. Yeah, uh, the other day I was trying to sort through my comics, and the, the first thing my cat did Jumped on the bed right next to all the expensive ones. All like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't put your claws all over this stuff. Get away. Yep, yep. All right. Well, that was all for video games. Already. So some entertainment. Oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, did anybody happen to catch the um, trailer for the new Saints Row game? I uh, didn't, but I heard people were kind of like upset with it. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I, it, there's no gameplay whatsoever. It's all, uh, cinematic. It looks like you're going to be taking on a new character in a brand new city. Um, and obviously, you know, we're getting, you know, a loose GTA clone with the Saints Row games, you know, at least the first two. And then the third one was really off the wall. And then the fourth one, you know, I'll arguably toss out there's one of the better superhero games that we've gotten even though it was, you know, kind of a sim world, like Matrix style. But, like, this song seems interesting. I think that the team that's been behind the last couple of uh, Saints Row games tend to know how to, you know, really crank up that crazy factor. So I'm interested in actually seeing gameplay on this one. Okay, cool. Um, I've, I've actually never played the Saints Row games. I had, like, quite a few of them because they were always given away for free, like, through Xbox Live and whatnot. But um, I've literally never played one for more than, like, maybe a minute. <laughs> Just because I was like, well, why would I play the knockoff of GTA if I have GTA? You know what I mean? Like, But I heard it's really I think funny. It's mainly just, yeah, I think it's just mainly for, like, the wildness of it, of it. But I think it was the fourth one. It it goes off the rails. There's, like, a giant alien invasion, and your character is put into a Matrix-style setup. And you have a um, computer tech character that's part of your team that's able to start like hacking into the program and giving you superpowers. Like I said, it's a real fun superhero style game, even if like the character is no what of a superhero morally speaking. Are you the president in that game? Is that the one where yes, you're the that's president? The president. Or yeah. Yes. All right. All right, Gil. Uh, what have you been watching this week? What have I been watching? Man, what have you been, I've been watching? watching? I've been watching a lot, bro. Let me tell you. Uh, so let me go ahead and start off with just some TV before I get into like any type of movies or anything like that. So as far as TVs, I started watching a new series. I forgot to mention it last week, but I finished it, the whole entire series this week. Um, Mr. Inbetween. Mr. Inbetween is a almost like a John Wick-esque show. Um, there's this guy. His name is Ray Shoesmith. Uh, he, you know, he has a daughter that he shares with, uh, he co-parents uh, with his ex-wife. Gets into, like, all kinds of crazy shit. He works as a bouncer, uh, but, you know, out of the club, he actually uh, gets contracts to kill people. People, you know, go to him, and he's, like, one of the best killers. This takes place in Australia. 
so it's like very region based like comedy and and stuff like that like if you know you know so i had to like research some of the stuff like i didn't understand like the language and stuff like that but it's it's pretty funny pretty good like um there's a lot of good gung fu um hand-to-hand combat scenes crazy impressive kills that i've never seen before uh just to kind of spoil it uh, a little bit one of his buddies you know one of his mates as he says one of his buddies uh is being robbed by his brother-in-law because you know he did he did a uh gun deal and he had his buddies ruin the deal for him uh so like he knew oh, okay my brother-in-law has guns and money uh you know let me let me fucking ruin that deal for him so anyways they beat the shit out of him put him in the hospital when he gets out he shows up and he's all like hey i know uh i know you got money i know you got guns i know the deal got ruined so fucking give me everything or i'm gonna fucking kill you so he texts ray he's like help and his brother-in-law is about to get away he runs up the stairs who's at the top of the staircase ray ray what down the fucking staircase fucking bust his shit um you know they start arguing about who's gonna you know kill him and he's like well he's your brother-in-law you gotta fucking kill him i'm not gonna kill your brother-in-law so he fucking you know shoots him in the head go back and forth all this other stuff on how they're gonna get rid of the body then his wife shows up they're like we got to chop up the body because that's the only way we could get, that's the only way we could get, get them out small pieces. So Ray is going to chop up the body because, you know, he's talking to his wife and trying to like explain what's going on kind of in a way, but leaving out the part that they killed the brother. Anyways, Ray takes a hatchet whap, right into fucking right, right in between here, between the uh, forearm and the bicep and the motherfucker wasn't dead. The bullet ricocheted off his skull. So the hatchet is like halfway through his fucking arm and he wakes up screaming in fucking pain. So it's just like some funny, crazy shit like that going on. So it's like some really funny moments, but this also like got some like serious tones and stuff like that. Um, really good show. I would highly recommend It's three seasons, maybe about 30 episodes and all the uh, uh, about 10, 10 episodes a piece for each season that I watch. Uh, what if episode four? That was such a great episode, and it kind of shows you, like, everything's not sunshine and rainbows, you know, at the end. Sometimes it doesn't always work out for the best, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. We could get into it a little bit more as you guys bring it up. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's been great, you know, been keeping up with that. They're at eight episodes? No, ten episodes. Ten episodes, there's two episodes a week. Um, and then Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso continues to be fucking phenomenal every week. Uh, Heath, what about you? Nan-nan! Um, yeah, been catching up with, uh, Brooklyn Nan-nan. I absolutely love that series. Um, yeah, that's, uh, really been about it. For some reason, me and my wife have, like, gotten onto, like, a food network kick so we've been watching just random shows on food network which always seems to be like reruns but we've been watching that but yeah our big thing that we kind of hopped into was the uh, 9-9 and then there's been a few little things like i've been watching on the side but yeah this the season it you know i think i mentioned a couple weeks ago has been frustrating on like a personal level and just how everything's gone over the like the last year 
but at the same time, I think that they're trying to point out things while still sticking to being a comedy. And I love uh, the episode. Probably has been one of my favorites so far um, this season was uh, Sandy Ago and Jake um, working on, like, trying to be successful in their jobs in the precinct while also being parents. I thought that was just amazing. That was and, like, a great twist, episode. Yeah, the twist with, you know, Jake trying to, you know, find the serial killer was just cracking up. And then, of course, anytime, um, oh, man, what's his name? Boyle? No, well, I love Boyle, but, um, okay, he Terry? was in the office. Uh, he's just, he's a recurring, uh, he's got a female name. Why is it not coming to me? Jake Spoiler? is taking him to jail. No, uh, the criminal. Um, what's that? Hold on, which episode was that? It's the episode where Jake is taking him to jail. You know, he's friends with the criminal that uh, constantly, like, gets oh, away Judy. from him. Judy. Judy. Uh, yes. Is it Craig? His real name is Craig yes. Robinson or something like that? Yes. I From can the never office? Okay, gotcha, like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Judy. Yeah, like, every time Judy's on an episode, you know it's going to be hilarious just because, oh, like, yes. the character's crazy. But, you know, um, really enjoyed that That one. shit crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, the introduction of his sister has just made it, the character that much better. Trudy. She's crazy. Yeah. Judy. Or Trudy and Judy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's been about it. Oh shit! I forgot to talk about the movies that I watched. They were just throwbacks. Uh, La Bamba, I watched La Bamba, and for like the millionth time in my life. And then uh, Chef, I love fucking Chef, dude. That's such a great fucking movie, man. Yes, it really is, and I love um, the spinoff show uh, that Netflix picked up. Oh, the for... cooking one. Yes, um, like just, just some fun. of the people. I mean, I guess when you had a career in Hollywood for that long, the people that you know and will come out, I mean, it just goes to, you know, really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. Obviously, anytime we get John Lozamo on screen, I just think he's such an underrated actor um, for comedy and drama. But, yeah, that's awesome. Fun fact, we almost had him on the show one time. So, but, uh Yeah. Uh it fell apart, unfortunately, because he was actually going to go um, in business with somebody to do a comic book, and he ended up not doing it. Plans fell through, so he didn't want to come on the show. I was like, you motherfucker, you should have stuck okay. uh, But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still wanted him on. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, what uh, about you, bro? Um, you know, just watched, uh, caught up on the what ifs. Watched um what the third and fourth one I think now yeah the third and fourth so um I did watch Psycho Goreman a while back I don't know if I ever talked about that um, Richie had suggested it on um, the Peanut Gallery a while back when we were talking about something else and uh, it's basically like a really crazy hardcore version of like the Power Rangers uh, there's like just some crazy shit going on and uh, the Psycho Goreman and the little kids are hilarious so. Uh, it's a good movie. I really suggest you watch it um, if you have a chance and if you have Shudder or I think there's a couple other ways to watch it, but Shudder is like probably the easiest way. So if you have access to that, definitely check out Psycho Gorman. But other than that, no, I haven't really been watching too much TV lately. Oh, alrighty. Then let's go ahead and hop into the news then. There's not a lot either. 
Not not much. It's a light light news week this week. Good thing because we're I'm actually falling asleep. We're, we're actually trying to trim the fat over here actually. So uh, good because the episode's been running a little bit too long lately. So <laughs> trying to just trim it back a little bit. So yeah, Aquaman man, Aquaman man. Uh, so yeah, Jason Momoa actually showed this off first look from the man and the myth himself. Uh, this is one of the suits that we could expect. It almost looks like, I guess, a stealth suit? I don't know. It almost looks like he appeared in Dune. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's probably what it was. He was on the stage, Dune. There we go. <laughs> They're like, oh, Aquaman. No, it's Dune. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Uh, and then they tweaked the, uh, you know, the comic book looking suit a little bit. Not a whole lot. Added some extra like... cod piece. <laughs> Oh my god! Of course, you would focus there. Uh, no, it just looks like like the um, the gauntlet, and then also on the boots, looks like they just added like a little bit more of like the uh, flared out spikes type of thing. It looks like uh, being like that, like Mira's costume. It looks like they added a little Mira flare in there. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, because her costume has like those flourishes on it. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that it looks like is that they, you know a little bit more flair there. Yeah. Uh, this this small little trailer it was like what thirty seconds or whatever that we got this of uh, you know a live action Rick and Morty. How do you guys feel about it? I was kind of hyped. I was like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm super hyped. Um, anytime that we can get you know, um, oh. Christopher Lloyd um, back. I mean, at his age, especially, I, I love this. Um, and I honestly couldn't think of a better actor for Rick Sanchez. So, like, this is going to hopefully be really fun. Uh, I got a hot take here. Um, I didn't like the voices. Really? I feel like they should have voiced over. They should have just done a voiceover for the voices. because. So they should have just been the bodies? Yeah, they should just be the, the, the actors and then voice actors. Yeah, um, what's his face? Um, the main guy should be the guy doing the voices for both of them, because he's the guy who does the voice for all of them. Justin Roiland, he's the one who does the voices for both characters. Yeah, okay, I'll keep it. He's real. from Antica, baby. What? I, I didn't mind the Christopher Lloyd thing. It was uh, what's the, the kid? The kid yeah. when he said, "Oh, geez, Rick." That was it terrible. Just, it, it didn't sound good. It, it was just it, like, it oh, geez, crappy. Rick. <laughs> it, it wasn't yes. like the the nervousness with like the anxiety that you you didn't feel it. You just you just felt like how Matt just said, oh, geez, Rick. Like you didn't feel like the nervousness, the anxiety building up in him, the emotion. It was there. It wasn't there. It was lacking. I mean, he looks like he's nervous and anxious, but he just doesn't sound like. It. <laughs> he wasn't emoting it. He was not emoting it at all. I and, think you uh, need that's a weirder thing, looking. Man. I think you need a weirder looking kid for Morty too. I don't, this kid's like a little too clean. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that bad. I think Morty's supposed to look like a weirdo. Honestly, if it wasn't for um, just uh, like kind of getting like the, the the Rick Sanchez vibe off of Christopher Lloyd, I wouldn't have known what it was. Once I see that and I see the yellow and the green, I'm like, okay. So yeah, I can kind of understand the kid, but I I think with that horrible part, you get the idea of his big you know forehead. <laughs> yeah, pull that hair back, the the comb over, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> I think it needs to look like Randall from Recess, just a little more. <laughs> yes. All right, what else do we got here? All right, last thing. 
So, dude, they need to make up their fucking mind. Was that long sigh? Well, because, like, first they said, oh, it's going to be delayed a week. Oh, it's going to be delayed till next year. And then now it's going to be coming back out to the original date that they fucking had picked out. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why even make an announcement at all? Because they, they said, oh, it's going to be delayed a week to October 22nd or whatever. And then, you know, they, can, they can't make up their fucking mind. So I even commented. I'd be like, you know what, man? Maybe I'd be more ex- more excited about this if you guys didn't constantly change your fucking mind about the release date. I was like, I won't be surprised if you guys choose to fucking change the date before it actually comes out. So I was like, whatever. I think the problem is that it is going to be changed and they just want to keep speaking on it. That way they're afraid that people are going to like forget about it if they don't keep like bringing it up, you know, especially with the No Way Home trailer coming out and that kind of just stole everybody's excitement you know there's no i don't have any excitement for venom after seeing no way home i'm i just i'm full steam ahead to spider-man like i want to see what spider-man is going to happen because this venom movie could have zero impact on the spider-man universe as a whole and if it does then well there's no reason to think that it would because mcu and sony are separate yeah but i mean they're pulling like people from the past sony movies the the um the original Tobey Maguire stuff was not um, Marvel; it was Sony. The Amazing Spider-Man stuff, yeah, Sony. True, true, true. But that's all for Spider-Man because people were saying like, "Oh, there's going to be like Spider-Verse esque." Venom doesn't technically have anything to do with Spider-Verse. Um, I mean, I, I don't think we'll get anything, any type of tie-in at all. I don't think so either. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I think that's the why they're doing what they're doing. There's rumors of Tom Holland, which I that the same rumors were around last movie, yeah, and it never am. came to fruition. They're lucky they got Woody Harrelson to play uh, Carnage. They're lucky they got him. Yeah, can I just All point right. out something really nitpicky on this movie poster? Yeah, let's see. Feel, so obviously the movie's Venom. It's the second part. But I look at this movie poster. I'm like, how did I miss parts two, three, and four? We're going straight to five. Cause like I'm seeing that giant V and Roman numeral for five. Like I'm like legitimately just like. It's um, V for Venom. Well, v I get for Vendetta. V, yeah, I get it's v, v for Venom. Vendetta. But I'm just like, you've got Venom at the bottom. Yeah. If it was just a V, like I'm just sitting here I'm like, I, I probably wouldn't have done that one. But I'm also a crazy person. And like my first thought is like, yeah, it's V for Venom. But at the same time, it's like, this is part five? For five. Are yep. ones? Right. Well, Tom Hardy <laughs> is going to put on a Guy Fox mask and it's going to be V for Venom Detta. There you go. There you I go. watched that one. And he's going to blow up the, the tower. And that's it. Well, we got a short and sweet episode tonight, guys. So let's Woo. go ahead and do uh, you know our sign outs and shout outs. So, Keith, go for it. Where can they keep up with the at? Order toys on Instagram. Um, Cannon Cantina with Mr. J. Rue. Um, yeah, we're trying to keep that as fun as possible and keep it rolling. We've got a new show coming out and uh, super excited about that one. And sometimes here and there, you can find me at the Peanut Gallery. Yes, sir. Matt, what about you? You guys can find me every week on the Geek Out Show. You guys can find me on Instagram, Major Reaction underscore IG. Check out my TikTok, Major Reaction. And um, check out my YouTube, Major Reaction as well. Um, 
thanks for everybody who tuned into the last episode. We got the views up really high, really quick. So uh, thanks. <laughs> Gil, where can we find you? Over at Black Hole Comics, all social media and YouTube. Till next time, make sure you just get geeked up and geek out. Later. Later, haters. <laughs>